There are certain things about bulking up and building muscle that no one really tells you. For example, there are certain supplements that may cause hair loss. Most people don't know that taking time off the gym can actually help you build more muscle than training all the time. And taking a pre-workout supplement too often will make it less and less effective. These are just a couple of things that no one really tells you about building muscle. And today I wanna to go over 10 of these that you should definitely know if you wanna build more muscle and avoid major muscle building mistakes. And the first thing that most people aren't told about is that if you are successful at building a decent amount of muscle, you're gonna get labeled and stereotyped a certain way. For example, it's very common for natural bodybuilders and even some not so muscular models to be accused of taking steroids when they never even have thought about using them. This accusation typically comes from people that are either inexperienced, not training hard enough, or they simply just don't have the best genetics and they can't possibly imagine that someone can achieve a much higher genetic potential that they can without using steroids. Another common assumption after you put on some muscle is that people may be more likely to think that you're less intelligent. We've all heard the quote, all bronze and no brain. This is obviously not true because some of the smartest people I know happen to be exercise scientists with a lot of muscle. But this doesn't stop people that don't realize that from having that initial impression. Now with all that said, none of this should dissuade you from building more muscle because after all, who cares what people think about you? But it's just something that most people aren't aware of until it starts happening to them. Just remember that most of these people that are pointing fingers simply don't understand what they're even talking about. Now, another thing that no one really tells you is that protein shakes and protein bars can be used, but they're not ideal for building muscle. Regular meals that include real whole food are much better options. The reason for this is because even though you can get the same exact amount of macronutrients from a protein bar or a protein shake consisting of protein, carbs, and fats, you definitely won't get the same micronutrients that you would get from a regular meal with real food. According to evidence, many of these micronutrients are highly responsible for muscle growth. Nutrients like zinc are very important for things like regulating your testosterone levels. Nutrients like calcium are important not only for strong bones, but also for muscle contractions. So always do your best to have a full meal instead of a supplement or a protein bar. There are many quick and easy options for protein like hard-boiled eggs, tuna, and Greek yogurt that still count as whole foods rather than supplements. And another thing that isn't stressed enough is if you wanna see optimal results in regard to muscle growth, then you should try to eat more whole food meals per day, preferably at least four meals per day, which is more than most people are used to eating. Even though yes, you can get away with eating fewer meals, research shows that you'll get better muscle building results by spreading your protein intake more evenly between at least four meals throughout the day. That means you're gonna have to worry about not only meal prepping, but also carrying around these meals with you. You'll also have to find ways to eat more times throughout the day than most normal people do. For example, it's pretty standard to have one lunch break while you're at work, but what if you have to eat two meals at work? What if you're traveling or you're at a party and you're really serious about muscle growth? it's a lot harder than it sounds to make sure that you get all your meals in. You're gonna to have to find sneaky ways and creative ways to fit in your four or more meals. And maybe you get around it by just having a protein shake or a protein bar for one of your meals, but you definitely can't be doing that for every single one of your meals. Of course, this advice is based on what it takes to build muscle optimally. You can still fast and build muscle, it just won't be the optimal conditions for muscle growth. 
Now, the next thing that many people don't initially understand is that lifting weights will only take you so far when it comes to building muscle. When you first start out, your diet can be a mess and you'll still build muscle due to something known as newbie gains. Unfortunately, this doesn't last that long. Once you're past that initial beginner stage and your body begins adjusting, you more than likely won't be able to build any more muscle without a proper diet plan. Just lifting weights won't be enough. If you want to build muscle, the number one thing that you have to make sure of is that you get enough protein. You'll want to take in around 0.7 to 0.8 grams of protein per pound of body weight. You should also make sure that you're eating enough carbohydrates and fats on top of that protein to create a calorie surplus. All you need is about a 10% increase above your maintenance calories to put on muscle. And after satisfying your protein requirements, you can divide the rest of your calories between the carbs and the fats however you want. But keep in mind, it's challenging to maintain a calorie surplus in the same exact way that it's challenging to maintain a calorie deficit. This is another thing that most people won't tell you about building muscle. You see, the challenge with cutting calories is that you'll feel hungry. On the other hand, people don't realize that the challenge with building muscle is oftentimes feeling stuffed. Sometimes you simply won't want to eat. Even though this is very unlikely to happen during a calorie deficit, since you'll feel hungry and you'll be excited about your next opportunity to eat, when you're constantly eating more calories than you need for maintenance, which is what a calorie surplus is, at some point you're just not gonna wanna eat your meal because you're still gonna be stuffed from the last meal or from the last couple meals. On top of that, when you're in a calorie deficit, all your bland, boring meals will taste better. Due to the fact that you're in a calorie deficit, you're hungry even for stuff like chicken breast. So even that stuff can taste good. However, when you're trying to gain muscle and you're eating more than enough calories, you're gonna feel like you're forcing that chicken breast down. And that's something that you will have to adjust and adapt to in the same way that you adjust and adapt to the occasional hunger that you experience while in a calorie deficit. So you'll have to go against your natural instincts. There's a reason why they feed sharks before scuba divers jump into the tank with them. The shark's natural instinct is to stop eating once they're full, even if they have a delicious scuba diver swimming right out in front of them. You, on the other hand, will have to go against that instinct, and it's a lot harder than it sounds to do that day in and day out consistently. Next is the idea that creatine is gonna cause hair loss, and even though there is some evidence for this theory, it's probably untrue. The theory behind it is that creatine can increase DHT and other male hormones that contribute to male pattern baldness. Don't get me wrong, there is actual research that shows that creatine might increase DHT. Specifically, there was a study that had 20 college-aged rugby players volunteer in a trial where they either received creatine or a placebo. The results of the study showed that testosterone levels didn't change in either group, but the group that took the creatine experienced a 56% increase in DHT and it remained 40% above baseline even 14 days later. And because of this, many people, including myself, started questioning if creatine could actually cause hair loss. And even though yes, it is possible, it's also highly unlikely. This is because we have 10 randomized controlled trials that found that creatine supplementation had no effect on testosterone. That's a very important finding because testosterone, more specifically free testosterone, is a precursor of DHT. The testosterone is what actually gets converted into DHT. Without more free testosterone, you typically can't produce more DHT. 
On top of that, in the study on rugby players, even though they did see a rise in DHT, the level stayed well within the normal range. So even if creatine somehow increases DHT, it might still not cause greater hair loss than what would otherwise occur normally if male pattern baldness happens to run in your family. The next thing I want to mention is that muscle grows while you rest. Surprisingly, this is something that many people don't realize. They might have even heard the saying that muscle grows at rest, but the way they set up their workout plan and their sleep schedule doesn't really fit with this narrative. Sleeping and resting is just as important as working out and eating right if you want to build muscle. There are a lot of people out there that eat well and work out hard, but they only sleep four or five hours a night. This is horrible for muscle growth. Aside from sleep, you should also take enough time off of lifting weights throughout the week to recover optimally. If you're working out seven days a week, sure there are ways that you can target one muscle each day and not overdo it, but chances are that you won't get an adequate amount of rest if you're working out every single day. And the more intense your workout sessions are, the more time you should be resting. So if you're lifting heavy weights and you're training really hard, you shouldn't be getting to the gym more than five or six days a week tops. A great strategy is to split your routine into something like chest and back one day, legs the next day, and then shoulders, arms, and abs the third day. Then take a day off and repeat. However you set up your program, taking a day off at the end of every full body cycle will help you much more than you think. Which brings me to another point that you don't hear about too often, and that's the fact that you can actually get stronger and build more muscle by occasionally taking extra time off. Most people think that you have to hit the gym and go hard every single week to gain strength and build more muscle. But by taking a full week off of working out, you allow your body to fully rest and recover, and many times you'll surprise yourself by coming back stronger the following week. During your week off, you can either just relax and not visit the gym at all, or you can also do simple active recovery. Personally, I get better results by doing something light. For example, I'll normally bench press 275 and I'll perform at least nine sets of chest exercises. But when I take a week off to recover, I'll still go to the gym, but only do 135 pounds for just three sets. And that's it, that's my workout. And there have been so many times that I've done this and have come back stronger afterwards. You can apply the same sort of active recovery to all your muscles, not just your chest. And since we're on the topic of taking time off, another thing that no one really talks about is muscle memory. Even though you shouldn't really take more than a week or two off for active recovery, many times people stop working out entirely when their lives get really busy. Even though this is far from ideal, the good news is that you do have muscle memory. So even though you will lose muscle and strength after about a month of not training, the good news is that you can regain both the muscle and the strength much faster than what it originally took to build it in the first place. This is thanks to myonuclei, which are the centers of your muscle fibers and they're responsible for regulating most functions within a muscle cell. The speed that your body can add new myonuclei is known as myonuclear addition, and it determines how fast you can actually build muscle. Even though it takes a lot of training and hard work to increase the number of myonuclei, the good news is that once those myonuclei are in place, they tend to stay there. Research indicates that when it comes to human muscle tissue, even after extended periods of detraining, the same myonuclei will remain there for 15 or more years. And some people even claim that these myonuclei will remain in place for your entire life. So if you've taken an extended break from the gym, don't use that as an excuse because you can gain most of the muscle that you lost relatively quickly thanks to muscle memory. Finally, last but not least, you should know that alcohol will make it much harder to gain muscle if you drink in excess. Excessive alcohol consumption can even make you lose muscle. 
Now, most people obviously realize that alcohol isn't gonna benefit muscle growth. And honestly, if you drink in moderation, alcohol isn't really gonna be that bad. But drinking alcohol has been found to decrease protein synthesis rates, which is definitely not beneficial for muscle growth. On top of that, if you've ever worked out after a night of drinking, you know that your performance is more than likely gonna be significantly reduced. So you might not be able to lift the same amount of weight or you might decide to skip the gym entirely because you're so hungover. Now, like I said, it's okay to drink in moderation because at the end of the day, your results are about what you do the majority of the time. If you don't get much sleep just one night of the week or you drink alcohol only on one night of the week, it shouldn't really have much of an effect on muscle growth. What you wanna avoid is excessive alcohol consumption because not only does that prevent muscle growth, but it also prevents fat loss. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you subscribe to this channel. And if you want any extra help or coaching with your diet or workout plan, and you wanna take the next step, head on over to my website where you can get a full 42-day workout plan, a customized diet plan, a recipe book full of many more options like the ones you found in this video, and of course, a coach to answer all of your questions whenever you need. To find out more, click the link below in the description, or you can just head on over to my website directly at gravitytransformation.com. See you guys soon. Pumping.